Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 821. Today I've got a bit of a different podcast for you. I've talked in the past about the influences on Star Wars 7x7, how it got started, and that sort of thing. But I haven't ever really talked about the people who influenced me as a podcaster to make this podcast be as good as it can be. And I want to share a tribute today to one of those people on the occasion of the final day of his 67-year career. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And as I started thinking about the fact that I was going to be talking to you for seven minutes a day, seven days a week, it occurred to me that I should probably consider learning how to talk to you, (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it. Now, in my other work, I actually do speaking engagements and workshops and training, and so I'm used to being in front of audiences. So that seems to come naturally enough. But the idea of podcasting was kind of a different thing. And so I thought about the people who did that sort of thing, or at least something like it, that I admired. Now, of course, many of the creative minds behind the Star Wars franchise talk about the fact that to make great Star Wars, you can't necessarily look within Star Wars for your influences and inspiration, that it helps and it's better when you bring influences from outside Star Wars and bring them in and bring them to bear on Star Wars. And that is how I treated my thinking for mentoring, sort of my you know, private advisory board, if you will. And the first name on it, without question, had to be a gentleman named Vin Scully. Now, if you're not familiar with Vin Scully, he is the broadcaster. He's the play-by-play and color commentator, the one guy. You don't need a team of three when you have Vin Scully. He is the one guy who has been doing the television broadcast play-by-play for the Dodgers since 1950, since they were in Brooklyn, and then was asked by the team's owner to move with them to Los Angeles when they transferred there in 61. Now, they started playing in the Los Angeles Coliseum, and the Coliseum, if you've never been there, is huge. It seats like 90,000 people. So, of course, it's not always easy from all the seats to actually see baseball action happening. Football action, sure. Maybe baseball, not so much. So a tradition began with people bringing transistor radios to listen to Vin Scully's call of the broadcast of the baseball game on the radio. And that tradition continued even when they moved to Dodger Stadium. I remember listening to the game and listening to Vin Scully call the games on the radio while I was at Dodger Stadium watching the games right in front of me. So yeah, I grew up with Vin Scully and a couple generations before me grew up with Vin Scully and a couple generations after me have grown up with Vin Scully. He has been absolutely incredible for 67 years of baseball broadcasting. He has won every single possible award that you could give to a broadcaster. He has a Lifetime Achievement Emmy Award for sportscasting. He's in the National Radio Hall of Fame. He's in the National Association of Broadcasters Broadcasting Hall of Fame. 
He was the Grand Marshal for the Tournament of Roses Parade one year. He's won the Baseball Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award, only the second non-player to receive the award. Jackie Robinson's widow was the first. The press box at Dodger Stadium is now called the Vin Scully Press Box. They actually changed the address of Dodger Stadium. It used to be on Elysian Park Avenue. They changed the name of it to Vin Scully Avenue. So now Dodger Stadium's address is actually 1000 Vin Scully Avenue. And that's unreal. And yet that is exactly what he deserves and still barely enough to celebrate what he has done for baseball. On a given night, you might hear him talking about where player superstitions with the number 13 have come from. You might hear some discourse about beards and why they've suddenly become popular and what their history is. You might hear a story about how the Beatles performed at Dodger Stadium in the 60s and nearly didn't even make it out of the stadium because of the fans mobbing them. The way he can weave stories about baseball and about pop culture and things that have happened around baseball into a story, into a broadcast, into the play-by-play is absolutely remarkable. I think it was one of his fellow broadcasters, Rick Monday or Charlie Siner, who likes to tell a story about how every time Vin Scully is laying into a story, he's really setting up and getting into a good one, that the batters up at the plate will foul off 9, 10, 11 pitches and give him all the time in the world to tell the story, but that any time any of the other broadcasters on the radio side of the thing try to get into a story, bang, bang, double play, and they are not able to tell it. Just Vin has such a natural rhythm, and it seems like the game itself unfolds for him. His demeanor is friendly, welcoming. He is never arrogant. He is never, for all the knowledge that he carries, assuming that he is better than anyone. In fact, he is often self-deprecating to the point of making you almost want to yell at the TV or at the radio saying, how can you say that about yourself? You're amazing. You know, he is absolutely without equal. Now, I was at Star Wars Celebration Europe this year. And I was talking to Steel Saunders, who does the Steel Wars podcast, and he said to me something that is basically something I owe to Vin Scully. He said that I had a very smooth voice, a very smooth delivery, and that my podcast was very calming. Listening to my voice was very calming. And when he said that, the only reason that he would be saying something like that is because it means that I actually managed through 800-odd podcasts to take something from Vin Scully to learn from him and how he has affected people's lives for 67 years, to learn how he has practiced his craft, and to be able to find my own way into it. Now today, October 2nd, is the date of his final broadcast. He does not travel with the team anymore. He hasn't for a number of years, but he's making a special exception in this case. He's gone up to San Francisco to call the last three games of the season at the San Francisco Giants Stadium. Now, the thing of it is, is that by some bizarre coincidence, he says that this date, October 2nd, 80 years ago today, is the day that he fell in love with baseball. He is now 88 years old. He'll be turning 89 on November 29th. And what an incredibly amazing coincidence, a bit of synchronicity, serendipity, that this is the day that he'll be calling his final game. And because of the fact that this has been his last season, he's already said that he's not calling any postseason games or anything like that. So after today, he's done. But I ponied up for the Major League Baseball at-bat app, which kind of sucks because it won't let you watch games in your region. But 
because of the fact that I'm here in New Hampshire and the Dodgers, of course, are in Los Angeles, I've had the unmistakable pleasure of listening to almost 80 games worth of Vin Scully treasures all this season. You know, he's had so many historic calls, whether it's Kirk Gibson's come from behind home run in the bottom of the ninth game, one of the 88 World Series, calling perfect games for Sandy Koufax or Don Larson, calling Hank Aaron's record-breaking home run, so many of those events you will not be able to separate from the fact that Vin Scully was a part of it because of his incredible sense of poetry and the way he not only knew what to say and how beautifully to say it, or how to say it beautifully, I should say, but he also knew when not to talk and when to let the crowd roar. He says that when he was young when he was actually listening to the radio when radios were so big that you could actually crawl under them that he used to listen to football games and let the crowd noise wash over him and that's when he knew that he was going to be a broadcaster and it was an experience like that that led me to at star wars celebration anaheim record the crowd noise when they showed the trailer to everybody when they showed the trailer for The Force Awakens in that room and how everybody went absolutely nuts. And I shared that moment on the podcast back in April of last year. In fact, I'm going to dig it up and play it for you right here. So you're going to hear Harrison Ford say Chewie, and then you're going to hear a little bit of silence. And then you're going to hear what happens when Han Solo and Chewbacca appear on screen. Vin Scully, 88 years old, 67 years of broadcast history, still says that the sound of the crowd fills him with absolute wonder. And I hope that listening to that gives you a sense of wonder and transports you into a place of pure joy, the way it does me, the way it did for me when I was in the room, and the way it still does for me when I listen to it now. And if it does, then I'm so glad that I captured it for you. And you have Vin Scully to thank, even if you're not a Dodgers fan. I can't tell you how many times this season I have read comments on Facebook, Twitter, every single social media network, people who are fans of other teams who say they absolutely hate the Dodgers and yet realize and believe and know in their bones that Vin Scully is a national treasure and it is such sweet sorrow to see him go. So... Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Definitely a little bit different from what we normally do, but just a bit of a tribute so you know where this podcast has come from and maybe where it will take you. Thank you for listening.